Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's that time once again, ladies and gentlemen. It is a Monday showdown here on The Joe Show. Joe, Charlie, you're going to go head-to-head, and I may throw in a few things as we go but you guys will debate the following issues and there we have a lot of issues are you ready what will it take for you to start calling him nelly i'm not going to do it his name is charlie you started calling falsy falsy no i called him lounge lizard <laughs> that's a good point you called him that i'm trying to... i'll give you that one all I right mean, i'm ready you, you know first of all you want to go to mr p on city limits city yeah. limits is city limits mr p all right, yeah, I've, I'm starting to scale back yeah. on Mr. P. City limits, you're right. All, All right, right, Bob, you I ready, Nelly? Are you ready? Here okay. we go with our number one topic on this showdown, and it will be about the Penguins and their power play. What do you do, Charlie? What do you do? They not Yesterday was the exact microcosm of this entire season. Power play not only fails to score in critical times, which could have put that game away. Crosby did score. He's the only guy is scoring right now. Malkin's in a horrendous slump, two goals in 18 games. Um, they need more, and they're getting less from those guys. But the power play had chances to put that game away, could not score, and then at the end they gave up the game-winning goal, shorthanded of all things. What do they do? How do they change it? How does it move forward? In, in their defense, the Los Angeles Kings have the best penalty kill in the entire league. And I no think excuse. They're, they're second in shorthanded goals, which you're right, it is no excuse, but – with their struggles, it's kind of you kind of could have seen that coming with their struggles on the power play playing the Los Angeles Kings. I think Todd Reardon has to change something. He's the guy who coaches the Penguins power play. I know when the Devils had Mark Recchi as their power play coach, they were terrible. They let him go. They brought in Andrew Brunette, and they had the number one power play for a while. And now they have Travis Green. It all happens with the coach and. How but doesn't it, it take the players to buy into whatever the coaches say? I can't believe coaches would tell them to continue to go around the perimeter and not do things well, that Yarmy Yager suggested in the booth. Here's the problem. Malkin. Borky called it right during the game last night. The first power play was good. And it was it because seemed of like one it was a good shot was, from long no, range. No, no, no. No, no, no. They were all around the net. They were all around the net and they were shooting the puck. And then the one late in the second period and Borky called it out right away was Gino trying to thread the needle is the term that he used with a pass. They go the other way. That power play loses momentum. And then ultimately your power play loses you the game. Not only is it not winning games, now it's been twice. And I forget the first time, wasn't it? When they got scored on, they were on a five on three against somebody. Five on three and surrendered. And then it turned into a five yeah, on four I maybe mean, or something. But, but it was a shorthanded goal right. at the end. 
Like, what are we doing here? That First of all, they should abide by the Hippocratic Oath, which doctors take. Is it the Hippocratic Oath, Bob? Do no harm. Okay? Then we'll operate from there. Don't lose games. Then take Yager's advice, which is actually the same adv- advice as every hockey person on earth, and just shoot the puck. And the problem is a net front presence. They don't have one. They don't have one who causes disruption, who, and, and playing up there is a combination of, of the brawn and toughness to do it, plus the skill to deflect pucks, to know when to move in and out. You don't it's, think it's like an Jeff art Carter form. has that ability? No, it, it's an Not art anymore. form. Better, art- better than anyone on their roster. Maybe. I wouldn't mind using him there. With Gensel out, what are you going to do? Take Malkin off the power play. Yes. Okay? Take him off. Entirely? Yes. Well, put him on the second power play, but what's what's the point there? Have him and Gino, or have him and uh, Latang on the second power play. And just let's go here. And and what Yager said, they respect each other too much. Let Carlson run the thing and be Carlson. And I thought there was a little bit of that last night. What a beautiful pass to Sid. But let's just go. Let let let's let's loosen the reins a little bit. If you're Sully on a lot of your guys, and I know people say, well, that's going to wind up in disaster. I read, by the way, the quote and heard Carlson after the game talking about the third period, and I thought if I translated it to what he really wanted to say, it was let us keep playing the game in the third period. What he really he did sa- say that right. I he, thought the same thing. Yeah. He, he said trying to protect leads and not doing what they have to do. Carry the play to them is the best way to keep the puck out of your own zone. How about let the Penguins be themselves? It can't get any worse than this. They're painful to watch. I mean, at the very least in recent years, they score and they're fun. Well, they didn't score a lot last year, Bob. They were like 14th or 12th in scoring. They've lost their DNA. That's what they are. That's what they do. 2-1 is great. one nothing would have been great. That's not the Penguins. No, and you can't. a lot of people wanted to blame Jari late in the game. He made some really good saves to keep it one nothing for the, the longest guy. time. When you have opportunities to turn a one nothing game into a 2 nothing game on your power play, that's where the problem started and it, where it continues as turn they operate loose. the second worst power play in the NHL. Who would have thought we'd say that? It's embarrassing. As the, when you do the autopsy on their team, that's what's going to come out. Power play failure, massive times. And last in the NHL in one-goal games. Last. Which leads to a very interesting situation. Kyle Dubas comes here as a new GM. He made some acquisitions. The biggest one was Carlson. Now the question is, what does he do with the trade deadline? If you go by what he did last year, Toronto, same kind of team, although they had more success, but they put the chips all in. They decided we're going to make, he made, I think, four or five trades. The biggest one was Ryan O'Reilly that he acquired, trying to take that team to another level. And it backfired and ended up costing him his job, I guess. Because he never never fixed the goaltending there. No. So he's here now. Um, what does he do with this trade deadline, knowing that Gensel's injured, knowing that his hands may be tied in terms of what he could get in return for a Jake Gensel trade? Or do you just say, we're bringing him back, we're going to sign him, we'll figure it out, and we're going to roll with the same characters we have next year, just trying to figure out if they can get in the playoffs and win one more time before this whole thing ages out? Did you steal my glasses, Bob? No, they're on your face. Oh, yeah. Um, here's the thing with Gensel, is that if he wants – million a year. I'm not going there for a guy who's going to be 30. I'm not. And for a guy, by the way, who is unbelievably tough. I get it. But the body has taken a lot of punishment, including more this year. 
That's why he's not playing. Last I checked, right? He's just he, he got, takes. He a, got beat up there by yeah. He takes Mikola, a ton of, Nikola, and right. nobody came to his aid except Crosby. Exactly. So his body takes a ton of punishment. Now he's played seventy-eight and seventy-six games the last two years. How much longer is he going to be able to hold up as a really good goal scorer? So you're asking me what he should do: trade Gensel if Gensel's contract demands are too high. Uh, I still think he's going to be around, uh, going to be back right around the trade deadline. So I still think that's a viable. You'll get a viable return for him, and play for next year. What is a viable return? Um, you know, a, a top prospect See, would be I, a viable return. I don't even want number one picks anymore because well, I looked at last I, year. Someone who's knocking on the door, who's a really talented player. Or someone who's already in the league, like a regular hockey trade, if you can make that. Well, that's what I would prefer. Charlie, what about you? The reason why Dubas didn't work out in Toronto is because he kept doing the same thing over and over again. And I think he's kind of in the same situation here in Pittsburgh. If you extend Gensel in three years, your core is a 39-year-old Sidney Crosby, a 40-year-old Evgeny Malkin, uh, a 36-year-old... Eric Carlson, 39-year-old Crystal Crystal Tang, and a 32, 33-year-old Jake Gensel. I think he's learned from Toronto, and I think Gensel should be dealt at the deadline and try to get youth into this, whatever you have here. Because I think the more important question is, what are the Pittsburgh Penguins right now and next next year and beyond? they They have a minor league system that's not producing much, and they need that to change. But you got to put, and it's not like the Pirates several years ago. They needed to filter more people into their system and just hope some of them develop quicker. But, you know, there's a lesson to be learned about all this. And I remember back in the uh, Jerome Ginla days when they made all those trades. And, man, it looked like, man, the Penguins are stacked. That doesn't guarantee much. We saw that with Toronto last year with all the trades. Who is it with the Rangers? They got Tarasenko at the trade deadline, and right? Patrick and, Kane. And Kane. And Kane. Kane. Yeah. But and I, everybody I, thought the Rangers, because of that, there, and, and even Boston, they picked up Orlov and somebody. Who's the guy from uh, Detroit? The, uh, the winger. Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi. They got eliminated in the first round. Putting all your chips in the middle doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. It, of course it not. It might only, help. Only, it may backfire. Only one team does, but if I believe my team has a real chance, I'm going for it. I love the Aginla all-in philosophy. But then they botch kind of how yeah, he played did. and where he played. But, and... but you only do that if your team actually has a chance, like mm-hmm. a real chance. And I don't think I don't think anybody in hockey thinks the Penguins do. Do you? No, that was my next question. They're seven points out of a wild card, still ten points behind the Flyers for third place. You can think the Flyers are going to falter all you want, but to make up ten points with 29 games left and jump over five teams in terms of all the – Well, know, to get a wild card, what is it, seven? Seven. Yeah. Seven, but there are four teams before them to get to seven. Right? You think all those four teams are just going to pe- just part ways and say, "Okay, Penguins get no, hot"? No, I still can't because believe- they have the Islanders and the Flyers this week. Right? And I still Canadians. can't believe the Devils don't have a goalie. I can't believe that Tom Fitzgerald is just letting this thing play. They have to get a goalie, and if they do, then they're going to be in. If you got an offer for Tristan Jari, would you take it? Hmm, that's an interesting idea. If you Bob. believe that Nadalkovich could be, he's still young enough. He could be your. I'm just I'm bringing it up only because he's under contract. Teams need somebody like that, and if I'd you don't have it, something, yeah. how much can you get in return? I'd think about it. That would be very interesting. I hadn't thought about that until you just said it. But your question was, are they going to make it? No, they have games in hand, but they only help you if you win. 
Like if you're seven points back. And well, like have, yesterday was a perfect example. Right. That you, team had just lost to Buffalo seven and nothing last week. The Kings. Then they well, they've just beaten Boston. I understand that, but they lost. They're seven. a good team. They are. But it, but when the other guys have played against Boston the day before, you got to win that game. I'm sorry. You have to win that game under any circumstances. How many leads are they going to blow? No, because they're not going to make up their games in hand. They're not going to make the playoffs, I don't think, at this point. Do you, Nelly? I do not either. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over. Overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And I think now's the time you start trying to decide what are you going to do with your pending UFAs like Ansel. Nadelkovich is a is a free agent after this season but he's only like 27 he's and he was once with carolina i thought going to be their backstop for a lot of years and then he fell apart i know so he fell apart but right any now, goaltender can fall apart with <laughs> the goaltending market the way it is i think you can get something for nadelkovich yeah what about trading or maybe him? him maybe him what my point is you got to think outside the box here because you're not going to be able to move any of these guys you have up front there's not much you can get for them uh the ones who don't have no trade clauses all right Let's uh, let's move which on. Is not many people. You put out a poll, which I thought was interesting. Which Steeler quarterback or quarterback we would you want to? We can't do that yet. Bob, Why? Because that's a topic later in the show. Okay, I retract <laughs> that. Thank you very much, counselor, and I will. <laughs> I object to your objection, even though I don't object to it. All right, let's move on to Henry Davis then, because oh, that is a topic. Boy, and Henry Davis and is a guy. number one overall draft pick who may not have a position to play here in Pittsburgh. There, there are thoughts that he could end up in AAA. And, and listen, if, if it would help him. But the, my question would be then, why did it take so long for them to realize that he's not he, an everyday catcher? They drafted him to be that. When Rodriguez got injured, they said he would do it. But yet last year he got two innings all year to be a catcher. Exactly. What are they doing? They want to make this guy into a catcher at age 24. He turns 25 this season. 25, it's too late to send him down to AAA to learn the catching trade. You drafted him number one overall. What are you doing? Can he hit? That's the only thing I care about. He better. If, he, if he hits, he can leave his glove in the car. Right. You can just be, be a DH or play in the outfield or wherever you want to put him once in a while. He's got to be a big-time hitter. You drafted him number one overall. Right. At this point, I don't care about the catching. Have somebody else come in. They already do. Grandal, have him be your catcher. The human rain delay. I don't give a crap. Andy Rodriguez is going to be your future catcher anyway. Just hit. And if he doesn't hit, wow, is this going to look like a bust in an awful hurry. And if he does hit in spring training and they still send him down, 
you're going to have to stop the mobs from getting to PNC Park, Bob. Well, I agree. Charlie, I, I don't know that he – but I, I just think it's a failure in uh, last year, for example. They, they had an opportunity to do more with him then. If they were going to – if you know, alternate. Give him a chance to play. See what he can do if you're going to do that. Didn't feels, he spend? It feels didn't too he spend late. Like, I, okay, but Unless it he, also uh, feels too late for him to become a regular outfielder. Are you sure he can handle it? Is he good out there? No. You know, is he? Well, gonna, why didn't he spend this whole off season learning saying. right field? Just do something. Make a decision. Because the other thing about catching, it's an unbelievable physical toll, mental toll with all the prep work. This is a disaster, Bob. Yeah, and if he can't, if, well, if he hit, it won't be a disaster. If he hits, they'll find a way. The DH has made that possible. Right. Today. And you would DH him over Andrew McCutcheon most nights if that's the case, or you play him once in a while in the outfield to get him in with McCutcheon as your DH. Nelly? Charlie? I mean, I agree. I'm looking at the the other guys who have been drafted or who were drafted after him in 2021, and there are some names that are supposed to be making an impact either this year or next year, and the guy right after him was a pitcher, Jack Leiter. I mean, to have somebody – it's like if you drafted a quarterback and then after a couple months said, you know what, I would think you'd be better as a, as a, as a tight end. <laughs> it, it just doesn't make sense. If you one, – 1-1 one is not something that you can mess up. They still need a pitcher. Regardless of what they brought in, they still need somebody else. Who should that somebody else be, Joe Starkey? Because there are names out there still available in free agency. People always laugh at this one. I suggest the Pirates still could afford to bring in Blake Snell if they wanted to. I don't know why people laugh at that. I mean, they're, because they're, they're payroll, conditioned. They're, they're pay- conditioned to laugh at. Yeah, it. you're right about that. Their payroll would still be incredibly low. Yeah, and even if it's a shorter term, if he wants, if he can't get the job he wants, now I see the Yankees maybe sniffing around. Uh, and I, I don't be know that he would want to come here, but that's not the question, right? The question is, if he can't get an offer that he likes, and you can move in and give him something that represents twenty to twenty-five million a year for one or two years, what's the harm? Or three or four? Um, there is none. If it's if Edward Cabrera goes to the Brewers, hmm. and if and I were and if a I were a Pirates fan, I would be unbelievably livid if that happens, as some are speculating. That means they would have gotten the the best starting pitcher in this offseason. Compared to the Pirates, the best, for, the better first baseman, Hoskins, compared to Rowdy, and what's the and the better catcher? Yeah, they got Sanchez. These guys are going to go with Ali Sanchez, not the right <laughs> one. The human rain delay, Grandal and Hank Davis, Hammer and Hank. And it's interesting. I don't think Hank Davis is still listed as a catcher on their roster, on their official roster. Shelty's on the record as saying Grandal will catch. Then we're going to have a competition. They're going to have a competition between the number one overall pick, Ali Sanchez, and the human rain delay? That's that's the, the state we're in here? I suppose. Nelly, All right. Nelly? Squeeze in two. You never let oh, Nelly no, answer that, Bob. Uh, I'm looking at the remaining free agent list right now. Um, How about Cody Bellinger? Why not even consider him? Yeah, but you said pitcher. I know pitcher, but I'm just saying I'm I'm in the, the spend money mode right now, and there, there are bargains to be had, I think. Speaking of, the Brewers did just bring back Brandon Woodruff. Um, even though he's hurt, but that's still another arm for mm-hmm. them for the future. What do you think about uh, Snow? It would I would prefer him, very much so. But we're expect we want Blake Snell. We're probably gonna we're probably gonna get Hinjin Ryu, somebody who's 35, 38. In you that want range. Blake Snell? You're gonna get Ian Snell. 
at 39 years old. <laughs> All right, Bob. Wait, I'm not done. Oh. Rick Pitino, you brought this up. Do you want me to save it? You have to save that, too. You okay. should have checked with me All before right. your show. There was, a, there was a uh, topic here that I made you aware of about the NBA. Will we see a 100-point score ever? Will Chamberlain the last to do it? Absolutely. You think absolutely? Yes. We, we had an 80-point. I get it. We've yeah. had 70 points. I get it. Do you yeah. know how much it takes for someone to get 100 points? For how many shots yeah, you have to the, take? But the point is, pun intended, that NBA scoring has gone bonkers. The Warriors had a game the other night where they led 84 to 71 at the half. I understand. So if a guy can get to 80 in this environment, then any Luka Doncic is a candidate. Steph Curry would still be a candidate. Embiid is surely a candidate. Jokic, if he wanted to, if Jokic wanted to on a given night against a crap team, he could score 100. By the way, uh, you think so, Charlie? Yes or no? Have you guys point. either ever heard of a guy named Cam Thomas? Yeah. Yes. From the Brooklyn Nets? Mm-hmm. He averages about 20 shots a game. So most people don't know who he is. And if he's averaging 20 shots a game, I think we're going to get it. Get okay. there at there some teams point. Are, team, it's the highest scoring in the NBA in 50 years. And, and yet only 180 game, 180 point. You, you think to, in order but to get – a bunch tw- of 50, 60, All right, a but couple you, of 70s. You still got to get 40 more points on top of that if you I have know. 50. Well, only 20 if you have 80. But that took how many shots to get 80, and you got to be proficient at all those shots. I just think it's very unusual to get that many shots and to make that many in a game. I just – I still well, find that to be it's more than unusual. Very... It's almost unheard of. But you asked me, could it happen? Will it happen? I think somebody in the NBA in the near future is going to equal Wilt. I do. Right. I, if I had to pick one guy, it would be Doncic. Isn't he the guy who had the 70-pointer? Yeah, but he doesn't shoot that much. He, he passes the ball. He's one of the best passing big men. He prefers passing it, so he won't do it. He'll pass up his own opportunity. That's what I'm saying. It's going to take somebody like Dame Lillard to do it. It's going to take someone like Curry, even though I don't know. The, you know, you have to shoot the ball 50 times, and you're going to have to make 30 of them. That's just yeah. an awful yeah. in lot the, of in shooting. In the game where he had 73 points – Donchick was 25 of 33 from the field, right. 8 of 13 from three-point range, and 15 of 16 free throws. And he still was 20 points shy. Yeah. And he also, just, came, he also came out of the game. No, he didn't. With 258 remaining, he made a three-point play. You're asking me, is it possible? Yes, Bob, it's possible. I, in fact, I, you're, what did you ask me? Will it happen? Will it happen? Yes, it will. Okay, I disagree. All it takes Nelly? is one good night. I think it will happen one okay. day. Okay, one Nelly other thing. Cam Thomas one other thing, and, and I've like, been on this team, and I like this. I watch this team, and I, I wish teams would do more of this. Yes. Who's your best team in the NBA? And I'll tell you mine after you think about it, because mine won't be what yours is. The best team I've seen this year is the Celtics. Wrong. <clears throat> Charlie? <sighs> Minnesota. <clears throat> Wrong. Oklahoma City, baby. They're not only going to win the West, they're going to win the NBA championship. Shy, maybe Everyone wants to talk about Vic, Victor Wembanyama. Check out Chet Holmgren, what he's been able to do. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander is, is an MVP. MVP candidate. But also, they've used all the number one picks they've acquired, and they made a ton of trades, and they've put them into use, and they've developed into a really, really good team. One that I think is capable of adjusting to any style of play you want. Golden State's going to upset them in no, the they're first not. round. No, they're not. Thank Golden you, State's too old. That's today's showdown. I'm being cut off right at the pass. It's a t- 12:33. It was a great showdown, except for you trying to steal two topics.
Well, I didn't know if you were ever going to get to them. I will. We may not have time. <laughs> what were they? <laughs> oh, it was Patino, Patino number one, but we wanted to go through lists. Didn't oh, you lists? yes. That's what I want to do. Let, let's listen to Patino next. Why don't we do that? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 